Good morning, Thetis. Let's fucking go. <laughs> I am ready. I am joined by my wonderful co-host for today, and that is... Hi, I'm Asia. I am Erin. Hi, I'm Luna. Alright. And we are talking about romances in Dragon Age today. Uh, Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, escándalo! <laughs> I like when you surrounded yourself with three women. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh, what can I say? Always the ladies, man. man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll start. I'll start. Okay, <laughs> my uh, as I said in the in the first episode, my Dragon Age Origins romance was Morgan. Uh, I just think that the writing for her is so fucking good, and <laughs> combined with everything that happens in the first game, second game, third game, uh, I feel like she is such a central character to the game that uh, it just makes so much sense to do that and go that way and all that. Plus, you know, she can be cute and so nice on the inside. <laughs> she, she, she's got a heart of gold once you work her down. <laughs> well, once you get past the dragon bit, I'm sure she's really nice. Exactly. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> you just like the Sundare type of girl, I think. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like I'm being low-key attacked right now. No, no, it's not. It's just a type. I know. It's just a type. <laughs> it's just a type, yes. I mean, uh, I, I agree with you. I, I, I actually just watched that last podcast, and I was listening to the top five and worst five characters, and, like, Morgan was quite divisive, and I actually thought, generally, she was a, kind of a fan favorite. Me too! So I'm to find out that people don't like her, because I actually think she's really cool <laughs> yeah Morgan. yeah i think people don't like the way she's a little aggressive sometimes but mm. like it's part of her charm like i don't see morgan being too nice <laughs> I, remember I, this I remember starting the games like i have i have feelings about claudia black like i don't particularly like her like uh, I don't, I don't like her as an actress. Like everything I've seen her in, I mean, she does her roles perfectly because she usually plays like a character you're not supposed to like. So she does her job really well. <laughs> <laughs> I went into Dragon Age being like, oh no, Claudia Black, oh no, oh no. And then like at first, I really didn't like Morgan, but I like by my Inquisition, like because I played all three games in order, because I started right when Inquisition came out. And mm. by the time I got to Inquisition, I'm like, actually, Morgan's kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize that. Yeah, I mean, I, I started playing the game in 2009, when it first came out, and when, I, was, I was 11 years old. When you were a tiny child. <laughs> so I was like, ooh, ladies. <laughs> I think the outfit probably did half of the work there for Morrigan. <laughs> I am shocked and hurt that you would say that. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. What do you mean? But, uh... 
but yeah, she was uh, she was definitely my first. I didn't even I don't even remember if I did any romance the first time. I, actually, to be fair, the first time I uh, the game was too hard for an eleven year old me, so I actually sold the game. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. I, I bought it and then sold it and then bought it again a year later. And then I, mean, I played like, through it. Understandable. <laughs> I mean, I played I played Origins for the first time this year. Oh, really? 20 years old, and even I struggled on casuals. <laughs> it, yeah, is, I, it is a very hard game, even on casual. Yeah. I saw yeah. somebody. I saw somebody on uh, Twitter. I forgot who it was because my memory is that of a squirrel, but. uh Somebody's like, oh, I'm playing uh, Dragon Age Origins, you know, what what place should I go to next? And one of their uh, one of their options was Orzammar, and I was like, don't go to Orzammar! Yeah. <laughs> Stay away! I did the same thing, I went there first, my first playthrough, Whoa. and like, just instantly died. I'm like, what am it's, I doing wrong? It's so much harder than the rest of the game. If you go there early, you are literally fucked. <laughs> I mean, I went there last and it pretty fucked. Like, I just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a tough game. Like, they definitely... Yeah. I feel like they scaled down the difficulty a little bit with every game. Mm -hmm. um, the less tactics that were involved, the easier it got. Yeah. Oh, boy, it just uh, just gives me those those flashbacks. <laughs> every time I think about it, the dark spawn, they're coming out of the walls, mm. and I'm just... <laughs> Oh, uh, it was between Orzammar and then like instead I reset and then went back to the Fade and did mm. that part, which is also yeah. arguably really hard and probably not the first thing you want to do in the game because it's really oh, yeah. tedious. Yeah, it's really long. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's uh, it's more of a it's more of like a mind mind thing than a it being difficult like gameplay wise. Yeah, because you gotta like figure out where to go i remember i had i had no idea what the hell was going on and i just i just couldn't figure it out because it's yeah. like oh go to this place go to this place now go back to the first one and then come back again and... mm -hmm. that's very hard that's very hard to figure out where you have to go yeah that's the one part of all three games now because uh i still need a guide like the rest of them i'm fine it doesn't matter. I, I know what I'm doing in the games, but anytime I get to the fate, I'm like, okay, and now I open up a browser <laughs> and I need a guide. <laughs> I am like, I like flip-flop on that, because sometimes my, like I said, I have the memory of a squirrel, but sometimes it's very selective, and I know exactly what to do, and I'll get through the fade in absolutely no time, or I'll be like, okay, I remember like a quarter of this, and then the rest is me just... <laughs> banging my head against the wall. Like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Why can't I figure this out? <laughs> At fucking 22, I still can't do it. Yeah, I mean, I did that fade mission because I went um, to the... Uh, I went to Redcliffe first and then I went to the circle in order to finish what we do at mm. Redcliffe. Yep. Yeah. Um, so I did the fade pretty early on and I needed to use a guide because I wanted to do it like 100% like properly. Yeah. And I remember reading this guide and being like, is the rest of the game gonna be? <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's it's a lot of courage. This is a lot. <laughs> yeah, I was like, is this what is this what people like about Origins? Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was relieved to know that it wasn't quite that complex going forward. But yeah, yeah that's an intense mission. It's like do I do, yeah, do, do a I, few hours? 
uh, do I do I want to be bullied all day or? <laughs> <laughs> no. So I'm actually interested to know why you were drawn to Morgan instead of Leliana because I think she's often another origins favorite yeah i was i'm meaning to ask you that yesterday when we were talking about this or day before uh well uh firstly i'm pretty sure i <laughs> i didn't know that Eliana existed for a while <laughs> oh no <laughs> I, I was a child <laughs> i mean she literally like she literally grabs you in the bar like that you can't like <laughs> no i never went to the bar you can just not go there <laughs> Oh, true. <laughs> it's possible. You just fuck. You just, you just fuck right off into the distance, and she'll never know. <laughs> Poor Liliana. I I got Sten, but I didn't get Lelia. <laughs> the French one was being <laughs> ignored by the people. <laughs> I'm offended. From outside the bars. Okay, so like. <laughs> yeah, eventually, <laughs> eventually, I got to I got to Liliana, and then I tried to romance with her, and it's good. I just don't think it's as, it's as good as uh, Morgan's, in my opinion. Mm. I think Morgan's is the more is the most uh, fleshed out in the first game, and I think it just works the best. They definitely and, have like intended love interests in the first. Yeah, game. for sure. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, I I just. Uh, I was saying in the last, uh, I think it was the last podcast that uh, a uh, a male Dalish uh, warden that go that romances Morgan just lore wise fits too well to not mm -hmm. do, in my opinion. Yeah, especially when you get that. to the yeah, especially when you get to the witch hunt and DLC. Mm -hmm. Everything it just it just fits <laughs> so fucking well that I feel like doing anything else. I'm like, okay, I'll do this, but it doesn't feel as impactful to me. True, Morgan Reed, <laughs> lore wise, it's the best thing possible. Yeah, she just fits in like a puzzle piece perfectly. Uh, I don't I don't remember if the default, if I might say, warden is. A I know it's Dalish, but I don't remember it's, if it's, it's a, a girl. Yeah, it's a Dalish woman who dies uh, killing the Archdemon. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. I remember that the Warden died, but I didn't remember if it was a girl or boy. Yeah, it was a it was a yeah. female. But yeah, uh, I think that's <laughs> that's my uh, that's my origins for sure. And now... Uh, We'll hop into Dragon Age Two, and uh, I'll get. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get <laughs> this is where beat up. Gonna get hot. Yes, this is where I'm gonna get beat up. Uh, this can go two ways. Okay. <laughs> You're about to say next. Whoever I would get, I know I'm getting beat up by Aja, no matter what. Uh, <laughs> uh, my DA two romance is Meryl. Oh. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> you guys. Okay. Now. Now this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So first off, she's Dalish, which immediately, if there's a Dalish companion, it's the lore, the lore. I can't. <laughs> I need the lore. So uh, immediately. I mean, that's why I eventually romanced her. So I will give you that. Yeah. So immediately, I was like, okay, uh, I need, I need to romance Meryl. Uh, and on top of that, she's a cute little bean. She's adorable, <laughs> and uh, I like her a lot. And I, I, I'm pretty sure. 
that my uh, my first couple playthroughs I did romance Isabella, but uh, <laughs> this is like deep rooted like my how I grew up that that determines this. But uh, I was like, yeah, I like Isabella a lot, and she's real hot. But uh, I just don't like the thought of her going off and being a pirate with somebody else. I'd like my lady to be with me. <laughs> yeah, okay, see the yeah. idea. Yeah. I think. I don't, Maybe. I don't know. I'm weird. Uh, that was just me as a child. <laughs> I've I've gotten older and wiser, but still, I, I just really <laughs> like Meryl. <laughs> It's just hard for me to pass her up. She is too too cute, too adorable, too sweet, and uh, I don't know. <laughs> now, uh, Aja uh, commenced beating me up. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna beat I've you up. I've presented my face. Now punch it. <laughs> <laughs> I know my feelings for Meryl are out of the norm, so it's okay. You don't like her either. I do not like her at all. I. <laughs> I I'm, I'm like between. I I think I don't like her very much, but I'm not one hundred percent against her. I just ignore her all my during my game, and that's all. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I do now. Damn, I'm yeah. fucking in a corner yeah, right sorry, now. Um, <laughs> she's cute. But I I don't know. She makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get, I get feel like she's cute and a bit like naive about the world and that's kind of cute, I guess. But no, I found her like so annoying that I actually just stopped taking her out. <laughs> you know? you know? I'm like, I wouldn't do her personal quests, like I wouldn't turn up. Just I just I never heard her in her home, I'm not interested in I... seeing what you're doing. <laughs> I did the quest, but first of all I remember playing my warden as a mage and I'm like, I I don't want blood magic in my house, never. And then I saw Meryl and I was like, bad idea, really <laughs> bad idea. <laughs> so yeah. I was a little turned off by that. And after I'm like, yeah, she's cute, she's naive, maybe a little too much, but <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean, I was probably a little, uh, cute and naive when I was doing it too so it was <laughs> I played it when it first came out and I haven't played the game in like oh boy a couple of years uh, I oh fired, it's so good I fired it oh, up yeah. on the PS3 like two months ago and I started playing again and then I got distracted by playing Inquisition again <laughs> <laughs> she's just so casual with the like use of blood magic and like mm -hmm. now that we know what happens if like you use it a lot yeah. it, it, even more, I'm like, I don't like Meryl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember that I discovered Origin while my cousin was playing it. I was very little when it came out. Mm -hmm. And I remember uh, when I played the game myself, I knew I saw my cousin playing it because I remember the ogre. <laughs> oh. Uh -huh. And I knew I was very frightened by that at, by the time. And when I played it, I remember my cousin playing as a blood mage and when I saw what it does I'm like uh, I will never do that <laughs> so when I saw Meryn the in Dragon Age 2 I was a little afraid like you it's very dangerous you can't control it even if you want you you can't yeah I mean yeah, not I like in the world we know right now in the state yeah, of right now we can't 
she's just so casual about it i think like i wouldn't mind if she was all about blood magic but also recognizing how destructive it could be yeah like she's it seriously yeah. and kind of oh you know it's just blood magic like get over it <laughs> and you're like no <laughs> she acts like it's very normal to do that i'm like no it's not <laughs> even the babies don't like to do it they, they can do it but they don't like it yep one part that uh stands out to me do you guys, do y'all remember the uh the part from uh, <clears throat> from Dragon Age Two, when Meryl's like, "Oh, I'm just communing with spirits," as she's slitting her wrists, and you're like, "Ah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, spirits, huh? <laughs> Are you sure about that?" Yeah, and, Are and, you sure? <laughs> and if she like continues down that path, because like Solus has told us, like the more you do blood magic, the less your connection with the aid. Like it lessens, yeah. so she's yeah. just gonna have to do more and more, and it's like this is so destructive. Oh my gosh, no! I don't <laughs> That's want this. Problem. I don't want this. But uh, yeah, despite all that, oh good. I was just wondering if she had any dialogue um, in the quest with Hawk's mother. Does she ever mention the blood magic being used there as being different to the one she's trying to use? I feel like there is. I'm like. Ooh, I'm kind of sure that there is. Like, she's it's, trying to justify it? Again, it's been a while, but I'm pretty sure that, like, there is a way to, like, say something to her. Yeah, because um, I feel like it would, it would probably add to my dislike of her if she was, like, willing to make the distinction between, you know, what the guy's do. I can't remember his name, what the guy's doing and what she's proposing to do. Yeah. Again, it's been, yeah. A, it's been a long time, but I, I'm really sure that there's something... Yeah, there's got to be, right? Like, you couldn't not. <clears throat> yeah. Mm. Alright, well, on to my Inquisition. Um, <laughs> I promise. You definitely have a type, I'm just saying. Damn. Yeah. I've never been told that. Predictions. What's, what's my type? <laughs> you like the Sundae, because, like, I know who your Inquisition one is, and it's the same type of thing. <laughs> I feel okay. like Meryl is Meryl is out Meryl of isn't. Time. Meryl isn't. Right. That's true. Yeah. I've <laughs> I, it's it's Cassandra. <laughs> oh wow, big See? shock. This is what I'm saying. Well, a little reminder that when you play a male inquisitor, you don't have many romance options. You don't. You really you fucking don't. don't. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> You have Josephine or Cassandra, so it, well, it's... and Bull, and Dorian. Like, if you want a yeah, romance but... a female, then yeah. Yeah, yeah, you don't have any. Well, and you are, you have Iron Bull too, but yeah, <laughs> female Inquisitors has way more romance yeah. options. The, uh, if you want the most romance option ever, you play as a female Lavelle, and then you have almost everyone. Yeah, but uh, yeah, out of the. The two options that I was interested in, I've, I've tried uh, Josephine, and I, I don't think that it's bad, I just don't think it's as interesting, and I feel like any romance that's outside of a party member can't be as interesting as mm -hmm. the companion. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so yeah, I, I chose Cassandra, I like, uh, I like her character, and I love, just like, the same thing with Morgan, I love how it's like, oh, inside, she can be real nice, and lovable, and all that. 
I also love picking on her with Varric because it's a fun ass time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that that quest is the fucking best. <laughs> it is probably yeah. the best personal quest in the game. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's so great. It, oh, I love Varric. Varric makes everything better. <laughs> <laughs> we all love our dwarf. Yeah. Oh, he's great. And just the uh, I love the the sappy. Adorable fucking romance scene when you're in the uh, that little forest area or whatever, and you're mm-hmm. reading poetry. It is adorable, and I am I am weak for adorable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, also I just I really like uh, Cassandra's acting. I love her writing. She fits in really well. Uh, I feel like the um, I the only person, in my opinion. Because uh, that like fits the story so well to be uh, a romance is Solus, and uh, that yes. ca- that's not happening with the male <laughs> inquisitor. Yeah, if, if Morrigan is the origins is uh, the origins canon romance, then Solus is your Inquisition canon romance. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, for yeah, sure. Definitely. If uh, if I if I was to, if I was charting out a canon, it would probably be Solus. Uh, you know, depending on. How I'm feeling, but I definitely flip flop between Cassandra and Solas because come on, the Solas thing just—it's just too good. See, I would think I would think that it would be Cullen. Cu- uh, the I've never Cullen done Cullens to be honest. Cullen is when you are um. when, when you are a female Inquisitor, you kind of see that he, he's interested by you. He's even very if you interested. Yes, exactly, exactly. Um, he's crushing. Yeah, when you come back from the final boss, like you, you see your three counselors, and the only one who has a little, a very tiny scene with you is Colin. And you're like, but I don't romance you, and you, you mm-hmm. were not the yeah. big thing. So why do I have that? And when you romance him, you see the the hugging thing that's really too cute. And I'm like, maybe it's kind of canon too. Yeah, I. <laughs> Imagine that in the Bioware canon, it's not going to be Solus romance, only because the Origins uh, canon is the Dalish female elf that dies. So I don't know if they do Dalish female elf again as the Inquisitor. Uh, the Inquisitor canon, I have the keep, is I think a it's female, female rebellion. Yeah, it's a female human. So that's why I'm saying it, it okay. would probably be Cullen. Yeah. Uh, well, you have. We have to keep in mind that um, the canon, uh, if we look at the tapestry, doesn't have any romance. Gotcha. Uh. Like you have no one romanced, and in Inquisition, you basically recruited nobody. Like you have Cassandra, Solas, and Varric, and that's all. I have a feeling that they're uh, maybe they didn't roll out the f- the full canon in the keep yet. I like to wait for the books, because usually the books officially tell you everything. Oh, I wrote, I, I'm no, currently reading haven't... Finishing the Winter Nights, and I it's wrote good. the comics, so I need to finish it! <laughs> I'm, not even, I'm not even close to being done with it. I finished the first, uh, the first, uh, the first part. If yeah. I have to do a book club, I'm going to make sure that everyone reads those books. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is either the first or second one? Which one's is the second one? The one with the uh, 
the mage and the elf escaping the Kunari camp. Kunari and Strife are the first book. The Kunari one. That's the first one? Yeah. Yeah. So Patrick Weeks wrote the first one and the last one, and that's the first one, I okay. think. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's the first okay. one. Okay, so yeah. I finished the first one, and then uh, I put it down, and then I was like, oh, this is so good. I'll come back to it, and I haven't come back to it because I've gotten so busy. <laughs> I've been doing literally everything else. Yeah. I had, uh, like, mixed feelings on To Winter Nights, like, maybe controversially, so, like, I won't say any spoilers. I read all of the other books, literally, within a fortnight, like, every single one, except for yeah. one. <laughs> nice. I couldn't put them down, I couldn't get them fast enough, like, I was just, like, obsessed. <laughs> and then I got To Winter Nights, and then I really enjoyed a few of the stories in there, but some of them I really struggled to get to the end with. Um... It was a weird experience, and I don't know if- I hope you enjoy it more, you know, them, but- <laughs> I, I had the same problems with it. It's, 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 yeah, it's not just writing was kind of slow, I didn't really buy into the characters, so that for me there were some, like, st standout books. Mm -hmm. um, the first one and the last one are two of them, um, but yeah, I enjoyed the first one as well, but yeah, stick with the books if you can, but that was just my personal experience of right. Tivinton. It's uh, worth yeah. reading for the crow stories. Like the crow stories, really. Good. I've heard that it's really good. I've heard a lot of good yeah. things. and you have a lot of lore inside it. Like you have a lot of hints about Dragon Age Four, and I'm kind of digging into that for this. Mm -hmm. But if I have to pick one Dragon Age book that I love, it I like the calling so much. <laughs> <laughs> and I was a little upset. Like sometimes I, uh, I closed my book and I was like, I want to punch you, Merrick. You piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't. Yeah. I have not finished the calling yet. Uh, again, I've <laughs> I've finished uh, Stolen Throne. Uh, That's good. And Asunder, and the rest of them I've like read chunks up, and I just got to go back because every time I start reading them, I'm like, damn, this is so good. I feel like playing the game now. <laughs> and then I play the game, and I forget to go back. Stolen Throne made me replay uh, Dragon Age Origins. I still killed Loghain for some reasons, but <laughs> I understand him a little more. So even if yeah, I don't excuse him. Changed my entire opinion of Loghain. Like it completely 180'd when I read that book. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I I have this thing. Him after Origins. Right, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry, no, <laughs> I was no, just no, saying that like, I hated him after Origins because I didn't like really know much about the lore or whatever. So I just saw this like you know betrayal, and I was like, "Who is this like asshole?" You know, <laughs> <laughs> and I forward to the lands meet, and then I could you know have my justice, and that's ba that basically became my only goal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See him suffer, and then I read A Stolen Throne, and I was like, "Man, like he ended up being one of my favorite characters in that book because." Like, him and Rowan were done wrong. Like, oh, mm -hmm. I, I just wanted them to be together and to be happy. And, yeah, that I definitely am glad I read that book, for sure. That's why I make him my warden now. So. Yeah, that's why he's always, that's why he was on my top five list. That's why now he's always my warden as well. It's either him or Stroud. I hop in between them. But it's mostly been Logan lately. But my biggest problem with it is that I can't, go back in Dragon Age Origins and do it myself. <laughs> because I can't bear Alistair getting angry with me. He gets very mad. I know. I, I well, Oh, God. It's understandable. Like, uh, I, I understand his feeling because Logan killed his brother yeah, and okay. kind of betrayed Marek by this. 
and that's why when I read the Stolen Throne, I really like Logan in it, and I really like Logan uh, writing. Like, it's it's insanely good. Mm-hmm. But I'm still killing him. Like he <laughs> kills Kalen. Yeah. He, I, I I want the redemption, but Alistair getting mad at me. I no, I can't stand it. <laughs> I can't do that. Yeah, I I can't. I can't play the game personally and do it, though I'd like the keep takes away all emotional impact, thank you. I don't have to I don't have it to is, experience getting yelled at. I mean honestly it is very entertaining to make him the warden and then play Awakenings because like then he yeah. just randomly shows up and he tells you that he's working on Norlay now and it's like ha ha Yeah <laughs> I, <laughs> I love he's it. He's the most unlucky character, let's say Yeah. I also, although although I don't like the idea of Alistair getting upset and yelling at me, uh, I <laughs> the reason I make Logan my permanent like Grey Warden now uh, is because I do like a level of tragedy in my stories. So mm-hmm. I do like the thought that after all of that, that the uh, the Warden, uh, the Grey Warden, and Alistair had a little bit of a falling out over that. So there is a little bit of tragedy, because I know Alistair is like, fuck you, like, I don't even know if we could be friends anymore. Mm-hmm. And, and then becomes the drunk. Yeah, oh, I mean, I don't I don't go that far, I still make him kick. Oh, I only learned about that, like, two weeks ago, and it broke my heart. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know about that for a long time either, because I'm not a monster. <laughs> Look, okay, I was doing the worst playthrough, pur- like, purposely making all the worst choices, because so- I... I cannot bring myself to do them. I'm like, I'm one of those players that always has to do like the good choices. Yeah, yeah my but current... I was like, I'm going to physically do all the bad choices instead of putting oh, wow. the keep just because I want to see what happens. Oh, uh, I couldn't. I couldn't do it. I, I can't. <laughs> I, I would physically <laughs> shrivel up and die. <laughs> the hardest part was drunk Alistair. Although, like, to be fair, when you actually encounter him, it's. I mean, it's mean, but it is kind of funny because he just is like, ah, oh, it's all Morrigan's fault. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is Morrigan's fault. Even if it's not a drinker, it's always Morrigan. <laughs> it's like, it's not Morrigan, honey. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and and Tegan does find him. Like, if you keep talking to him yeah. throughout yeah. Dragon Age 2, Tegan's like, here, why don't you come with me? And so, like, I, I like to think that Alistair does have a good ending. Yeah, hopefully. That- I, uh, yeah, my my uh my canon thing is, Logan survives and Alistair marries Anora. Uh, so that's what I've been keeping as my canon. Anyway, uh, I I have finished my options now, and we can move on. Aja, would you like to go next? I mean, I could. <laughs> None of them are going to be a surprise. <laughs> that's why I wanted to go next. <laughs> okay. Okay, so, uh, my Origins... Okay, to be honest, Origins for me, like, forever and ever, it was Alistair. And then, about a year ago, I, um, just on a lark, because I was like, I'm gonna romance everyone, was like, I'm gonna romance Severin, I think he's really funny, this is gonna be great. This is a pattern, by the way. (laughs) And now your canon romance is Sten. (laughs) <laughs> oh, it, it would be if I could, believe me. <laughs> I love him. Uh, oh my gosh, that's another story. But, um, yeah, it's Zevran now. Um, Zevran, fun fact, um, 
in all four of the pairing options in Origins, Zevran's the only one that stays with the Warden throughout. Mm. Mm. And you um, see it in position. Yep, yeah. So he's very dedicated. I know he's very flirty and blah blah blah, but once you actually get in a relationship with him, oh, he is in it all the way. <laughs> like, yeah. It's actually why he panics, because he's like, I feel too much, this is weird, I need to, like, back away. And, um... But, yeah, his is very, very sweet. And it's very weird, because the game wants you to default to Alistair as a female, so, like, mm -hmm. even if you're not trying, he still gets jealous. There have been times when I get the jealousy uh, conversation, I'm like, Alistair, you need to chill. <laughs> <laughs> I think, like, because of that, and then because of things that Alistair says... Uh -huh if he's unromanced and you'd still do the dark ritual in Inquisition, like it's completely turned me off to Alistair, which is how I could kind of be like, hey, Alistair, guess what? Logan's going to be the one. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> this poor man. <laughs> I, still, I still like him. Don't get me wrong. It's just my views on him have changed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When he's not romanced, he can be very childish, yes. if I might say. Well, Technically, he's a child. He's, he's what, 19, 20? Yeah, he's still, like, super young. Yeah, so is yeah, the, the so... Warden. Warden's also, yeah. like, 20. Warden, it, I think it depends on the origin. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, I think I, I've heard I that, too. I think the mages are a little younger, so one or two, one year younger, if I remember well, and the others are kind of the same age, and I don't know if the, the dwarven... Wardens aren't a little older than him. Yeah. I need, I need to read that. I think the Dwarven ones are a little older. Yeah, I remember reading this a while back. There's definitely uh, some varying age, but it's it's all, like, between, I think, like, 18 and, and slightly over 20. Gotcha. Yeah, 20, 22, something like that, so... Yeah. But just picking up on the um like you switch you say you switched on Alistair once you had romance Zevran and you'd seen a different mm -hmm. side of Alistair. And this will like continue to impress me with, with Dragon Age games is that you can have such a vastly different experience of a mm -hmm. character based mm -hmm. on even the smallest decisions you make and like almost no two playthroughs are the same in that regard. And I just like it just blows my mind every time that <laughs> that you can have such a vastly different outcome and you can see a completely different side of people based on, you know, your romancing, your dialogue options and things like that. Like, like, like Zevran, for example, um, I didn't like because of his constant innuendo, but I have heard that he is like a real softy and um, mm -hmm. actually a nice guy if you romance him. So yeah, it continues to just, yeah, it, it blows my mind that, that the characters are that nuanced and they're that mm. sort of multidimensional. Um, yeah. We can have those experiences. It's just really cool. <laughs> the only like, thing I, I, I wanted to I wanted to say, but <laughs> it's funny that you're like, oh yeah, all these all these outcomes and all that, and I'm over here doing the same exact thing every time. I mean, single it's time. okay. It's okay. Uh, no, it's just funny because it's possible to to have all these outcomes. But if I play the game, I do the exact same choices every oh, fucking oh, oh, time. And I just... Don't get me wrong, I'm the same. Like, <laughs> yeah. When I try something new, it's because I'm like, 
Yeah. Why not? I just find it's it. Like, it's like watching a film you've seen a hundred times. Like, yeah. you know what's yeah. going to happen. You know all the lines of dialogue, and you're still going to watch it anyway. <laughs> yeah, so. Like, that's actually how I ended up romancing everyone in Origins and Inquisition, because I had gone through the same romances so many times that I'm like, I should, like, try something else, see what yeah. happens. I did the same with Zevran, like, last week, something like that. I finished it last week with Zevran. Yeah. It's so good. Did you, um, deny the earring? No. Even, like, if you deny the earring, it gets even better. Oh, okay. The only thing I knew is that if you want the Roman subject, don't sleep with him. That's the only thing you don't have to do. <laughs> if you sleep with him, you're screwed. You cannot have it. Oh, no, you, you still can. You still can. Yeah, but it's it's harder because he's... I don't know, it doesn't feel right. Like, no, knowing Zevran, you're like, no, I want to show you that I care. I don't want just that. I want you. I don't want the... I want yeah. the whole thing. That's that's what's really interesting with Zevran. He has a mini freak out if you do, yeah. Because he's like, wait, wait, I actually care about the warden. Yeah. Oh no, <laughs> that, that I find this so cute. I'm like, okay, you're too cute. <laughs> he's very that's like cute. John Curry does such a good job. So like, if, for those who don't know, John Curry's also the American Inquisitor voice. Yep. It's yeah. the same guy. And it's like it's hard to be like, wait, what? This man's got range. <laughs> oh man. Okay, I will go on to Dragon Age two and right. uh, not shock anyone that my uh, favorite romance is Fenris. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> as as expected. <laughs> yeah, we had a long conversation about this already, but um. His is very sweet. I usually play as a mage, so you have that extra um, layer to it of him being very, very conflicted about yeah. falling in love with a mage because he just is like, no, I can't do I this. Can. Yeah. Um, plus, like, it gives Hawk another perspective on things where Hawk's been fearing the Templars for his or her whole life and then. Fenris comes in and is like, no, no, you need the Templars, and it's just it's a good dynamic. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. It's a good like, little dichotomy. Yeah. Plus, like, by the third act, like, he gets <laughs> because Anders is just still constantly trying to flirt with you, he gets very protective, and it oh, becomes yeah. very funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I heard there's apparently there's a way you can set it up where you you either have a romance scene or you sleep with one of them and then you can go back to the other and then the banter that follows is like really funny yeah. <laughs> and then like they like make comments about like basically like sloppy seconds. It's so oh no! <laughs> I would I would find it if you can on YouTube or the, the wiki or something because it's it's literally the best. Like they will oh, yeah. make jokes out of each other. Like, oh, yeah, she came to my bedroom first, stuff like oh, that. Oh my gosh. Oh boy. I don't know, I don't know what you have to do, what the what specific decisions you have to make to arrive there, because I haven't done it myself, but it sounds, it sounds quality. quality. I know there was, there was something similar to that, because my first playthrough, I actually slept with Isabella first, and then went, like, got ninja mans by Anders and was kind of trapped. Um. Oh boy. <laughs> 
Uh-oh. <laughs> well, because, like, if you try to shut him down, like, Hawk literally says, like, after they've been together, like, I'm going to go get a sandwich. And I just felt bad. <laughs> like, okay, I'm going to reset and not say that to him. And then it's like, oh, boy, now you're locked in this romance, which you can never escape. It's like... <laughs> I go, Thanks. hey, Anders, Thanks, go Anders. fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, uh, Anders can go get fucked and not in that way. <laughs> mm. Yeah, like you mentioned about, like, the, 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 the weird sort of mage hawk Fenris relationship and how the con- conflict, conflict comes up with Fenris um, in a romance with a mage hawk. And I guess I wanted to see some of that with, and I'll get to it later, but with a Cullen and Mage Inquisitor. Yeah, it's just one conversation and then that's it. Yeah, he's so open and ready for a mage relationship, given what happened like less than 10 years prior. Um, (laughs) I would have loved some of that Fenris stuff to feed into the Cullen romance in Inquisition, because I think it's a really interesting dynamic to have kind of a mage hater romancing a mage. I think that's Mm -hmm. really interesting. Yeah. I remember that I played as the um, Elven Mage in Origin, so I saw Cullen. I even used the mod for the Cullen romance right now mm-hmm. because oh, yeah. I I need that in my life. Like I needed that. <laughs> I needed that for my for my character lore. That's perfect. And it, I was a little disappointed when I saw that Cullen was so accepting about a mage. Like, dude. <laughs> That was rude. Like I saved the mage, I let the temple die. <laughs> but the, dude, you, you you're traumatized. Like you, you cannot accept that that easily. So that there's a the little thing I have to say about Colin's romance in Inquisition. I kind of wished that that was a little more like Fenris. Yeah, I totally agree. I had actually not played either of the two games before I played Inquisition, and I was a mage Inquisitor, and I romanced Colin first. Mm. So I didn't know that he even had that background. I didn't even know he was in the other games. And then um, I was reading into his wiki, as you do when you like immediately fall in love with someone. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, he's at the tower and he's tortured. Oh, he was at Kirkwall and saw all that stuff that happened. And I was like, he was easy. <laughs> like, how did he put up no resistance to a mage inquisitor? He was just, he was ready to go. He has put all of his trauma aside. He is quite happy to just yeah and i find that once i read about his backstory i've yeah i had the same feeling i thought there should have been more at least if not pushback just more conversation yeah about, yeah just, yeah about just like past, trusting you like just yeah, like, this one conversation of him being mm-hmm. like hey because like when you try to bring it up he's like i don't want to talk about it and it's like okay <laughs> after i just say that uh did I g- give you this impression? Of course I have. Yeah, but you you didn't, and that's the problem. You should have the, the mm-hmm. You should have given me this impression. Yeah. He should have expressly said, I don't trust you. I don't I'm, don't want to romance you. You know, just something to indicate that that whole, you know, all of that development he went through in, in Origins and 2, like, meant something. But yeah. because we get all tradition and he's so easily romanceable, it's like none of the previous events mattered in his character arc, um, which was missing for me. It sort of missed the mark slightly. Uh, I think that's also... So I'm not 100% sure, 
But that's maybe because he saw that the Templars aren't perfect either, so he he's maybe a little more balanced with his opinion. Mm. Yeah. But again, we don't really have this impression in Inquisition, so that's why we're missing pieces there. Yeah. I guess, I mean, the Dragon Age 2 Hawk is canon mage, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So presumably he's sort of formed that friendship over those sort of six or nine, I think it's, he's been there six years. Um, and so he, maybe that's part of his, I don't know, how he's more able to trust a mage nowadays. Um, nowadays, like it's right now. <laughs> In real life. <laughs> yeah, so I'm thinking maybe because the, the, the hawk in DA2 is, is canon mage, perhaps that's part of why he's so accessible yeah. as a mage inquisitor. Alright. Alright. Yeah, so, <laughs> last one, again, unsurprised by anyone, is um, my favorite moments of Inquisition is the Iron Bull. <laughs> Yeah, hashtag ride the oh, bull, yeah. baby. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Ride the bull. Here's the thing, though. I don't, like, that's not why. Yeah, I know. I just like saying it. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> There's, as I explained on the previous episode we did, um, I did it on a lark because, like, I was trying to romance Solus and it didn't work. And I'm like, well, I'm halfway through this playthrough. I'm sure Bull will let me romance him, blah, blah, blah. It won't take that long. Um but there's a the the second romance scene that you get at the end of the game like right before you fight Corypheus depending on how you like which interactions you choose can become like one of the sweetest romance scenes of the game because if you bring up like hey thanks for like being with me and blah 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 and you know if i die like it tears him apart yeah yeah um, more so, like, it's on the level of Cullen being like, please come back, oh my gosh, I don't know what I would do if you didn't come back. Yeah. Um, and, like, you just, you never see Bull, like, that broken. Like, he literally katoes that conversation. He cuts you <laughs> off, and he goes, Kato, I can't talk about this. You're coming back. No. And, like, that hit me right in the freaking heart. <laughs> yeah. I have, to, I have to look it up and look at the uh romance because i've only seen the the funny part <laughs> yeah there's there's a funny interaction where like the inquisitor would be like oh i thought we were gonna get married and bull like freaks out mm. but <laughs> i've seen that one yeah. that one's really funny but like if you do the like if we don't survive this like it breaks him and then if you take that into trespasser like he is not doing well watching the inquisitor like slowly die and as trespasser goes on his um tone of voice becomes a little bit more like worried to the point where he even like says he starts using words that he only uses in private and yeah it's it's heartbreaking (laughs) but it's so good yeah he's he's an excellently written character and i love Mm. it and that's what I like about him. A good job on his voice as well. Oh, oh yeah, Freddie Freddie Junior is. I found out it was him. I like couldn't handle it. I was just like, <laughs> I just couldn't picture it for no reason at all. I didn't believe it when I found out it was him. And he just does such a good job on for, his character. For sure. <laughs> but while we're still at the voice actor, I was currently playing Mass Effect through again, and seeing Vega was like, okay, <laughs> just give me more. I don't care about Vega. Just give me. The- the real bull, like, 
Wow. There's a reason why Jimmy Vega is always at my party in Mass Effect. <laughs> <laughs> He's too funny. And he too and now I can see the, the little real thing that made me think about Bull in, in Dragon Age, so um, I always take it with me. <laughs> it's funny because uh, Freddy Prince is also in Star Wars Rebels as the main character, mm. and um, as that story progresses, the character Kanan, like, a lot of stuff happens to him, and as that happens, like, the Bull voice slips more and more into his character. <laughs> yeah. To the point at the in the last season, like this one thing happens to his character, and I was watching it with uh, friends, and they like didn't believe me. It was still Freddie Prince doing the voice. I'm like, oh no, believe me, it's him. He's doing the bull voice. It's him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really it's like funny. that. Have you seen what? the um? There's like a behind the voice acting documentary on YouTube. It's like three minutes long, mm -hmm. and they in freddie prince jr and there's like some clips of him doing it in the studio and it's just so interesting and he, i think he says he's a big bioware fan yeah so he was super hyped to to get involved in inquisition but yeah his voice acting was amazing like bull's just really good and yeah there's like the range he can go from kind of quite morbid or quite you know serious and then like the some of the banter is just so good and the writing you say is is amazing i think they got mm. bull exactly right with how they wrote him yeah and when you romance him that like asia said uh when you hear it can literally breaks out you see the canary the canary was the spy was breaking down because he loves someone and that's i think that's really big for canary like even he is very very frightened about it but he likes it a lot Mm -hmm. Like, he literally doesn't know what to do because he, like, they don't have that kind of relationship in the Gunari. And he's like, yeah. I, I, I don't know how to deal with this, but all I know is you have to come back. <laughs> yeah, he he said, I think he said that the Gunari doesn't really know love because that's not what matters in the Kune. Yeah, well, they, these are friends, but they don't have love, or sex for love. Yeah, yeah. yeah they kind yeah. of just procreate, right? It's not, yeah. it's not from romance. Yeah. I haven't yet done an Inquisition playthrough where I romance Bull and sacrifice the charges. That's what I'm <laughs> doing right now. It's pretty difficult. It's the hardest thing because like you get the same romance scenes, like that the dialogue changes slightly, but like anytime he's being like super nice to you, you know he doesn't mean it. And it's yeah. it's really hard to play. <laughs> Yeah, because crazy. Yeah, you can start to doubt what he tells you, even when you don't sacrifice the charge. Like, yeah, but are you, are you really loyal to me right now? Because right now I don't know. Mm -hmm. Like you won't know until trespasser, and he yeah. tells that it's all like yes or no. But I remember my <laughs> little brother going into Inquisition. And uh, he wanted to make a dwarven inquisitor a male, and I was like, okay, with your romance, you only have three choices, so that's not big. He picked Bull. I mean, he, oh, the, I, I was laughing my, <laughs> I was laughing so hard 
and uh, he sacrificed a charge because he wanted uh, the military option. And the trespasser was so mad. Why? Why does it betray me? You kill this man. You don't. <laughs> of course, he doesn't trust you. You killed the thing that was keeping him, or like, that was making him start to question the Kuhn. Like, you yeah. can't take that out of his life and then have him not stay with the Kuhn. Uh, in fact, no. I think that when you kill the charge, you kill Iron Ball, and yes. you only have the... Um, I don't remember his Kunari name. His red. Yeah, thank you. And when you choose to save the charges, you save Iron Ball, so I think that that's the feeling I got that you killed Iron Bro if you sacrificed the charges. Mm -hmm. It's true. It's absolutely true. Yeah, and after Inquisitor, I cried. Yeah, they're in. I mean, definitely in Inquisition, just because it's the one I remember most easily. But there, there's always like this question: if you could relive moments in like games or movies for the first time again, which ones would it be? And there are a lot of Dragon Age moments that I would love to mm. experience again for the first time, just because, I mean, for me, a lot of it was actually spoiled before my first ever playthrough. Oh. There are a number, of, a number of things that happen where it is, like, genuinely shocking. Um, and I think that is, I think that definitely the, the repercussions mm. of the Chargers decision, because playing the base game, you really wouldn't have really felt like there was much of a repercussion. And it's not until that moment in Trespasser where you're like, ah, I, I screwed up big time. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so there are a few moments like that that I would love to experience again for the first time. Mm. Like for Which me, I'm looking forward to Dragon Age Four in that regard because I know they'll they're gonna fill that game with like similarly difficult oh, decisions yeah. oh, and serious <laughs> results. And I'm just I'm just so hyped for being like shocked oh, and. <laughs> Yeah, man, I can't wait either. It's gonna be great. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Who? Uh, where are we at next? Where? Who's going next? Uh, I can. No problem with that. Okay. Uh, the only thing I want to say is that I first played Dragon Age Inquisition, even if I knew the other games. Mm -hmm. So that's that's why I picked some different things along the way. So f for Origins, I the first one I romance was Zevran because I totally forgot about Alistair the first time. <laughs> like I, I talked to him, but uh, since I sometimes uh, the this made decisions he didn't like, he didn't like me at all. <laughs> I don't know how I managed to do this. I I don't remember how. <laughs> but uh, even though I really really love Severin, I romanced Alistair with my Surana, mm -hmm. and he, he's definitely my canon, my favorite one. Uh, and I let him stay with the warden because I don't know. I even if he says that if he feels that Ferelden needs him, he will become king. But that's not what he wants. Mm -hmm. he, he he doesn't want to be in the shadow of his brother and father, and he doesn't want to be known as a bastard king. That he's a good warden, and in origin is a very sweet boy, even if it gets easily jealous mm -hmm. a little too much <laughs> but you, you can see the the young adult slash teenage boy he is mm -hmm. and i yeah. really like that about him and he's a very good support for the warden 
Morley is very cute with it. Oh yeah. And the the thing I like the most uh, is in Dragon Age Inquisition because in Dragon Age Two, you see him with Carver for me because Carver became a um, a warden with me. Yeah. Yep. And when he gives away what my warden gave to him, I'm like, she is not dead, is she? <laughs> no, no. If if she dies, she he would have become a drunker. He wouldn't stay warden. She wouldn't. And I don't think he does. If it, you were if... playing on PS3, like there's a bug, because Zevran also talks about the warden if as oh, if they were wow. dead. Even in the on the PC version, you you don't have the feeling that the warden is alive when he gives away the thing. I'm, I was a little preoccupied with this. But when I Dragon Inquisition, yeah. When you see Alistair, he gives a gift, doesn't he? Say, oh, this uh, this once belonged to my wife, but she finds stuff like this everywhere. Or is this no, a different? No, that's uh, that one. That was something from a dear friend of mine. He doesn't say he romances her. That I remember. Oh. I, I don't think he say. I don't think he says it. I think it's just a a bug, like yeah. a flag bug, that yeah, like you have to have one of the. Um... I have this all the time. I'm playing. Like I'm like you. You romance her. She's not a friend. Like she's <laughs> not your friend. You stayed a warden for her. Yeah, I don't. I've and... never. I've never had that because I never. I've never uh, made a Dragon Age two thing where I've romanced him. I've romanced Alistair, but I've never gone into the second game with that uh, data. Yeah, since it's my canon for me, that's a little normal for me, and it, it makes me <laughs> it makes me laugh because uh, since I made a Serana and that in my head my Serana was had a crush on Cullen, mm -hmm. I'm like she has a sweet thing for Chantry boys. <laughs> 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 she has something for Chantry boys for sure, because Alistair and Cullen are a little similar in some ways, so uh -huh. it's kind of cute. Especially in Origin. <laughs> I thought, okay, that, that, that's basically the same kind of character. <laughs> and that's also why I can't log in, because uh, since I was an elf and that I didn't know I could be queen or I couldn't be queen, I was very upset about it. <laughs> and I was like, okay, and after I read the Stolen Throne, I thought I could change my mind, but when I saw the old picture with Loghain, I was like, okay, uh, I will, I will try something. I will see if I kill him or not. And after I just thought about Alistair and was like, okay, I will kill him. I, I can do that. But I do it with a dual thing, and I make Alistair challenge him and duel. Like uh, to, to me, at least he he that I don't want to execute Logan because he doesn't deserve execution. Mm -hmm. At least he dies with uh, honor, kind of honor. Mm. So that's. To me, it's better at least this way, and but I would have recruited him if Alistair was nice. And in Inquisition, the way he talks about the Roman warden just uh. oh yeah, <laughs> it's it's heart wrenching. My love would find a way. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Oh my gosh. But you you should have come with her, like Zevran did. You should have been there. <laughs> I love how all three of you at the same time. Squeed hard as well. Yeah, he's too sweet, and you see how much he grew up. 
in 10 years and that's yeah. amazing because right now it, i mean the alistair from origins would never have speak up and say i don't want that with the warden <laughs> especially not alone and that's what's a little weird like is he really the only one who said it was a bad idea yeah <laughs> like when you recruit nathaniel ogren at least ogren dude he wouldn't have let someone do blood magic on him. Like, <laughs> at least Ogren would never load it. <laughs> but Nathaniel, I think he wouldn't either. But I was like, okay, where are the other Ferdinand Wardens? Like, the, okay, they're all demons right now, or. <laughs> no, yeah. just Alistair. I, my headcanon is that Nathaniel went with the Warden. Just because mm. Sandra was like, well, I'm not staying here, so I might as well just go with you. Nathaniel's great. In my, in my head, Nathaniel is the closest advisor to my warden, because Alistair doesn't want that kind of responsibility. Exactly. And he's, he's better on the field. Alistair is better on the field with Carver, with the recruits and all. I picture yeah. him like this. And yeah. so I... I really don't picture Nathaniel saying, okay, uh, our chief is not there, so let's let's listen to the Orlesian wouldn't want us to be experiment for blood magic. No. <laughs> like, nope. And I'm kind of happy that Alice's really stand out for this. Like, no, I won't do that because that's not what we have to do. Yeah. So that that's kind of cute. Even if the decision between killing my hook and killing Alistair was kind of... <laughs> well, the question is, before before we move on to your Dragon Age 2 person, yeah. did you did you kill Hawk or Alistair? Uh, so, when I, I spent at least two hours on this decision, no kidding, I was <laughs> freaking out. I couldn't do that. And first of all, I think Alistair would have died. Like, he couldn't survive in the fate. That's no, no. Mm -hmm. Even if uh, I know that the comics canon oh. is also canon when Alistair is uh, a warden, because he says it in Fate. Mm -hmm. He said he saw his father, so he can. But his, I don't think his will would be that strong mm -hmm. if he stays for the nightmare. Uh, Hope could definitely go out of the Fate because Oak is just a freaking hero yeah <laughs> and after i thought about uh the romances uh, my hook hasn't uh, quite defined romance right now but both of my choices are wouldn't let the inquisitor get off with it <laughs> they would have come and say what did you do <laughs> but i thought about my warden who is fighting for saving the warden trying to end the blight and trying to save everyone at the same time mm -hmm. and just and thinking about Alistair saying I will be f with her forever this time I couldn't kill him so I killed Hoke but to me Hoke is won't, won't die in the fate he can't die in the fate <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I killed, I killed Hoke even if I didn't really want that but I think Hoke can survive so Okay. Yeah. Nice. All right. Let's. Uh, who's your? Uh, who do you got on the neck on the chopping block for Dragon Age Two? Who's your romance? Yeah. So I played as a female mage. So it depends on how I interact with people. Mm -hmm. 
I'm between Fenris and Anders, but it depends on how I romance each of them. Okay. I try to romance Fenris as a friendman right now. Yeah. Because even if I like the rivalments, uh, I really like to see Fenris being sweeter and sweeter with a mage. Yeah. Because it's just struggling. <laughs> <laughs> but that's too cute. And um, I don't know. Anders is, is, the tra- is the tragedy incarnated. Like, yeah. really? <laughs> it's definitely tragedy. Yeah, he's, he's all the bad thing that could happen. And uh, I kind of like him for that. Especially since Awakening, you see, is not he doesn't have bad intentions. Just that he thought he could do it and he just messed up because he didn't listen. Yeah. And yeah. also because the warden should have let him keep his cat. <laughs> <laughs> they just let him keep that cat. So many things. Yeah. Solved. He would have been yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah, I was like, where my warden didn't let him keep his freaking cat? She gave it to him. I, I don't think you, I don't think she's the one that made him lose it. I think well, is the like, she was still the commander. Yeah, but uh, she went off to go do her own thing. So I imagine it was like in during that timeline they made him take yeah. like get rid of it. Because he he fled not really long after she departed. I think. Mm. that's something that's really that's why I usually romance Fenris Uh, it's also because in Awakening uh, I noticed, I don't know if it's only the French version of Awakening, so maybe it's that but when you have uh, the maximum affinity with all your your party members in Awakening Mm -hmm. uh, you have Nathaniel who is good friend I think in French I think it's that and Anders doesn't have the same title under it. Mm-hmm. It has love. And I don't know if it's the same in English. I would have to check that. But when you check the affinity, he's in love with the warden, even if he doesn't say so. In French, that, that's, that you see love in, right in... And I was like, what? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Okay, uh, you know that my warden is already taken by Alistair, right? <laughs> like, uh, no. French Bioware is trying to sneak in some stuff there, huh? <laughs> Headcanon that Anders easily falls in love confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe they changed it, but I remember that pretty well. I was pretty intrigued by that. Like, okay, is he in love with the warden? I'll have to check again, but I definitely remember this. Anders so, will love anything that has two legs. <laughs> I think it's more Anders will love anyone who is in a place of power that can get him things. <laughs> that too. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's why Roman's Fenris too, because even if I didn't kill Anders, even if he maybe deserved it, because <laughs> um, in my head I was like, if you weren't already a warden, I would have sent you to the warden. <laughs> <laughs> But you already have. You already yeah, are. So. You're already a son of a bitch. So. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that my warden would just look at him and, dude, I tried to help you, but right now I can't do anything for you. <laughs> <laughs> I won't risk my head. Sorry. <laughs> so yeah, I prefer Fenris, even if Fenris is quite interesting when you're a mage. And since I always play like as a mage, well. But Ferenc won my heart. 
Especially so, since the comics. So do you, because um, I know some people do, do you rival Mansim or do you friendship? No, no, I do friendship because okay. I, I did both. And I liked um, the confrontation with the rivalments, but the, I don't know, I prefer to see that he's becoming sweeter and sweeter with a mage. Mm-hmm. Rather than I hate you but I love you too, it, it's kind of annoying to me. Yeah, it's always like this, like stop attacking me, and after coming to my room, that that's rude, dude. <laughs> yeah, uh, that yeah. that initial rival romance scene is really good, but then yeah. after that, it's like I don't know if he would be into this. <laughs> <laughs> I think that the rivalments won't be a long term thing, and that's not what I wanted for Hulk mm-hmm. and, and for Fenris. Fenris deserve better and hope too. Okay. Oh. I, I like okay. the. Uh... Oh. Yeah. You got a phone? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's the. Um, uh, it's the ring from my home. Ah. Uh. That's really loud. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, uh, all right. So I think it's uh, time we hop on over to uh, Inquisition. Yeah, um, if you see my description on, on Discord, I think that won't be no surprise that I romance Solace. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hot, hot take for Asia's gonna get her, get a Duke's up. <laughs> yeah, I think Asia and I are already pretty cool. It's, it's okay, I understand why people like him. I, I did all the romance. I did all of them, and the first one I did... Uh, actually, I discovered um, Dragon Age Inquisition uh, randomly because my brother wanted a game, so I bought it to him, and I only had uh, 25 euros on my account on the PSN. Mm-hmm. And I, I was okay. I couldn't go to school because I had some health issues, and I was like, I need a game that can keep me entertained for a long time. And mm-hmm. I just found Dragon Age on PS3 randomly, and I fell in love with it uh, when I created my character. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So, yeah, I started two playthroughs at the same time because I wanted to do an elf with two kind of um, interactions. Mm-hmm. And I romanced both Solus and Colin, and I went into Solus once I talked to him because I was really intrigued by what he was saying about the fate. Like, I was interested by what he was saying, and after I just saw that I could romance him, I was like, let's go for it! <laughs> and after my heart broke. Yep. <laughs> I think the, the worst part is that uh, I romance saw the. I romance Colin in the meantime, too, and I was kind of happy to have a good love story, the classical one. But. Uh, I was like, when do I tr- trigger, like, locked my, when I lock my romance oh. with Solace? Mm-hmm. I-, I didn't see when it was. I'm like, I'm almost at the end of the game. Like, let me lock my romance now. And when I saw that the tarot card changed after the breakup scene, I was like, you, you're kidding me. No, you can't know. I was crying, and I remember I created my Inquisitor, who is still my canon right now. Uh, I recreated her from PS3 to PC. That was quite kind of hard, but I did it anyway. <laughs> and I created her with a friend of mine, and so I streamed her Dragon Age. 
mm-hmm. by the time and we were crying with the breakup scene we didn't understand this like why do you do that <laughs> and i played the game uh i finished it when trespasser was out mm-hmm. and ps3 doesn't have access to dlcs so right. when i get when i got my pc one year after i didn't spoil myself anything and mm-hmm. i played through trespasser and i think i didn't open my game for like two weeks because I was so mad, <laughs> so mad and sad. I was like, no, you can't do that to me. <laughs> you son of a bitch. So, <laughs> so I have a question. Would you, in your canon, w- if it was possible, would your Inquisitor go with Solus, or would your Inquisitor still try to redeem him? Uh, I think she will do a little mix of both like she could have go with him to change his mind and she will absolutely do that because that's the best way for me i understand his goal but not um, how we want to achieve this goal that that's not what we have to do mm-hmm. and that's not a solution to kill everyone especially since you notice that even he says he lets you know that he wants to be with lavellen but then it would betray his own his own principle by saying that she's from this actual world and I want to bring back the old one, but if I bring back the old one, she won't be there anymore. So I can stay with her right now and accept this world. And that's not in his principle. So you can see he's very conflicted about it. That's why he breaks up. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he doesn't let himself being touched when you have the sad breakup option, but mm-hmm. let himself being hit by the Inquisitor when you are angry with him, mm-hmm. it, it's just heartbreaking. It prefers you to hate him. And I'm like, no, dude, that's horrible. <laughs> uh, what I found interesting, because uh, I hadn't, um, I haven't actually romanced Solus yet, I'm doing it now. Um, and what I found interesting is that in the Trespasser dialogue, if you've romanced Solus, the things he says indicates to me that he knows you will die if he succeeds in his plan mm-hmm. and he does it anyway mm-hmm. and i feel like it would have been a i mean it's probably like a billion hours of development time but it would have been really interesting to me if he had at least contemplated or offered for you to join him in his quest like maybe your inquisitor could have said like, oh my god this is a really noble important cause can i be part of it i want to be by your side you know blah blah, blah romance mushy stuff Mm-hmm. And he could have said, oh, no, I don't want you to be in harm's way, you know, something. Um, I found it really interesting when I found out that he's basically quite happy. Be- he's not only strung you along, <laughs> knowing <laughs> that it's like not going anywhere, but then he's like happy to confirm that you will also perish if he succeeds. <laughs> um, well, I find that really interesting. But I don't know how many, what, what, what the Solus Mancers felt about that. It, the, there's not only that, it says also that if you come with him, you will die too. Like, mm-hmm. he says that he's on the Durasheral, that's the journey of death. So I think Solace knows he won't make it either. And he prefers the Inquisitor dying happily than dying struggling with what he's trying to do. Uh, that That's what I think after what he said. Mm-hmm. So that that's maybe the, the little gray zone I have. I don't really know what he meant 
for this. And I'm also very intrigued with this relation with Mythol, because that's really strange too. Mm -hmm. I really want to know about this too. I'm, sure I'm hoping we get lots of answers in Dragon Age 4, because I think there's a lot of solar sea questions that we will hopefully get answers to, because there's a lot of loose ends like that. I mean, you raised like the solar Mythal relationship, and that flummoxed me as well. I was like, how, you know, why are these guys such best friends? <laughs> Does <laughs> yeah. she know what she's up to? Um, is she actually, spoiler alert, dead? Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It was really interesting. Yeah, I'm. I hope. I hope. Anyway, we get answers to those questions. I'm worried that some things will be left, sort of, for your head cannon to fill the gaps in. Um, but yeah, hopefully we find out more. Uh, I think. I think so. And I don't know how many people had this dialogue in Trespasser that was. Uh, Solas doesn't want to succeed. Yeah, he wants you to stop him. It, mm. When you say I'll have to stop you, I will have. <laughs> I would be happy to be wrong once again. And dude, so don't do it. Don't, yeah. don't make me stop <laughs> you. Don't make me do that because I want to redeem you, but I don't think I can. I don't think so I, I can. And... On the back of that, if you were given the option in Dragon Age 4 to redeem hit Solus or to kill Solus, what are you doing? I want to redeem him because I understand his goal, but I don't like the meme. Again, that's the that that's the same point that earlier i understand what he want to do but i don't like the ways he want to do it but i understand especially since you can see that the elves are just treated like shit <laughs> every time i'm interested um what about you guys are you going to be redeeming or i mean it's a bit of a tangent but redeeming or no, killing fine. do you think it it will depend on my world state because, like, I do have a soulless romance world state, and I would try to redeem him in that. Um, in like my default, no, I won't be. Uh, so I want to say that I, I I'm gonna try to redeem him, but in a uh, in Dragon Age Four, if he is just being a total bastard, <laughs> if, if yeah. He, if he is being a son of a bitch, he's being soulless. He's being soulless. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> if he's like doing like bad guy stuff, like like you know, just full on, just straight up murdering people. You know, if if he's becoming a bad guy, depending on how the game yeah. goes, I can definitely see myself killing him. I mean, technically, he's already started, but. Yeah, I, I, I'm, yeah I, like, I'm afraid that we will have to deal with the consequences and yeah. so um, if, it, if it gets kind of bad way. enough is what I'm saying like if it's bad yeah it's bad mm. well, <laughs> from the we have that's already bad so. what and do you mean he just killed some asshole canary it's fine <laughs> <laughs> that, not that, that that's not only that because uh, I didn't read Tevinter's Nights in older so I won't spoil anything but I already read uh, the last story. Oh, yeah, you, you read the Dread Wolf, thank you. Yeah, let me tell you. It's bad. And it's bad. <laughs> yeah, and I, I feel like Solus, as we knew him, he, he's a total jerk when you're not an elf and not romancing him, let's be honest. Mm -hmm. I'm currently trying to do a female mage to romance Cullen because I have enough to make a elf and always go with Solus, so I had to make a human for once. <laughs> And he's kind of rude when he talks to you. Yeah, 
He's like, really rude. Yeah, I'm a mage too. You don't have to treat me like shit. But whatever. <laughs> if you're not an elf, and especially oh, if you're not a female elf, he doesn't want anything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's so rude. I can't understand why people want to punch him in the face. I've, I've only had one playthrough where he just straight up didn't like me, and it was because I was playing a very Andrastian Templar-loving human Inquisitor. <laughs> that was my very yeah. first playthrough. I wanted to try it, and then, uh, and that's that's how it turned out. Every other, every time I've played, uh, he's been fine with me. It's because I choose all the options that I know that he likes. <laughs> mm. uh, the, the only thing that makes me a little frustrated is that uh, I don't know if Solus, as we knew him, is still there. Yeah. I, don't, I, I don't think we will see Solus in Dragon Age. For we will see Fenrel, and that's two different things. And the the murals we had two years ago give me the same impression because you have the wolf and the bold elf mm -hmm. on on the opposite side of the fresk. So I'm like, uh, is Solus still there, or is Fenrel just there? Yeah, because that's two different things. Fenrel is a total bastard, <laughs> in my opinion. Kind of so... controversial. Like I'm. I'm so anti Solus at this point that I feel certain that the Solus we see in Inquisitor is a complete uh, Inquisition is a complete fabrication. Like I don't think that's him, yeah. the true him, in mm -hmm. any way. Um, I, I don't think we'll see that Solus ever again because I think yeah. it was a complete facade. Um, and he was like, I'm, <laughs> I'm so anti Solus. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's alright. It's alright. I'm in the same club. It's cool. I haven't even remembered. Okay. Feel betrayed. <laughs> yeah, like to me. Every single thing he says and does in Inquisition is his means to his end. Mm -hmm. um, and I felt that um, once the truth had come out, everything he does, regardless of how nice or selfless it seemed in Inquisition, and there might be like a couple of genuine um, exceptions, um, everything he does, I felt, was in his own interests. Um, so I think, um, like, as far gone as he goes, I don't think he's coming back mm -hmm. to a soul that we no. recognize. Because that, I was going to say, that veil has been lifted. Yeah, like that that metaphorical veil has been lifted. And I, yeah, I think Solus is too far gone now. I don't think. Yeah, he, I, I think he didn't want to turn back. He wanted to turn back because he, he knew that's what the people, his people, wanted from him. Because he messed up the first time, so he wanted to make it right. But that's mm. what he wanted to do isn't right, and that was the danger with romancing a Lavellon. He was starting to see that this wasn't right, and he didn't want that. So he's really in his mind. I know what I do is not good, but I have to do it because it's what I am, mm. and that's the big issue I have with Solis. Like he doesn't like to see that he's wrong. He's wrong, and he knows it, but he doesn't want to admit it. Yeah. yeah, and there's even he does for a moment in like it's one of the conversations you have with him when he's looking up at the mural, yeah. and like he breaks for a moment. That's where the hint is, and that's actually where in my first playthrough I was like, oh no, like I could see it coming. Um, but I think like, um, like Meredith vibes almost. Yeah. Where he believes completely that his cause is just and correct and 
Like there is like there is no reaching him. So like a, a, quite a lot of people will say they would redeem him. I I struggle to accept that he is redeemable at this point. Mm-hmm. I think he's too far gone. Well, but... I, yeah, I I totally understand, but uh, I'm just like thinking about we maybe have a solace and a funeral, and I really hope we can see that he's really breaking up into, not knowing what he want to do. And I had this impression with the breakup scene because he almost told Lavellen, like, I, what I must tell you, the truth, like the way the voice actor, who is amazing, by the way, I love his voice, mm-hmm. uh, says the truth. You see, one tells you, he want to tell you this. He want to tell you who he is and what he's going to do. But he knows that if he does that, it's over. He won't do it. Mm. And also, he said that he was in slumber during all this time. So yeah. when you talk with Morrigan, you know, the slumber is uh, kind of weird. You have to have some people watching over you when you sleep. So who was watching over him? <laughs> Perhaps his people, since he seems to have already some kind of, I don't know how many agents he already have. Yeah, a lot by now. <laughs> by Jerry yeah. score. Yeah. You asked Ooh, what um, the relationship between Mythal and Solus was. Maybe she's been part of that. Mm-hmm. Maybe. That, and I'm pretty sure he was one of Mythal's followers at first. Mm-hmm. That's why he was so... So, like, no, she wasn't like the other ones. That do, she wasn't even yours. She also had slaves. So, why she isn't like the rest? That, that's, that, that's very weird. That's the part I don't understand with him. Mm-hmm. Like, they're all the same type. If you say you have... I had slave marking. If I had Mythal once, mm-hmm. I was still a slave of Mythal. So you can't say she was different if she acted the same way. Maybe she was nicer to them, but still her own people were slaves to her. Mm-hmm. I-, I don't know. So yeah. I-, I like Solace writing. Like, that's that was very clever. Because oh, yeah, even sure. if you saw it coming... That that's uh, really really cool. Yeah. Even if I was a little frustrated to not have my love scene correctly, because <laughs> <laughs> she and Josephine doesn't have this moment you're happy to see with every kind of character. <laughs> Mostly happy to see what we look for. <laughs> yeah, especially since it implies that it already happened with the Inquisitor. I was like, give me this. I want to see this. Why did you give me this? Uh, that's, implied. that's implied, and I was pretty upset about it. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm a Solomonser, and I hope I can redeem him. But I have the feeling with the book and what we saw that there's a turning point that he already had, he already took, and I think we're screwed. I will have to kill him. <laughs> Pretty sure about it. All right, so Luna, you are up. Let's uh, see what you okay. got. So I played the games uh, out of order. I did Inquisition first because I found it on the PS Store on sale for like it was like six pounds. It was ridiculously cheap. Ooh. So I thought I'll just give this a try. So I played that one first, and then fell in love with the game and read more about Origins and Two, and then went back and did Origins. 
and I've probably had the most like vanilla <laughs> playthrough <laughs> of anyone. <laughs> so um, like if, like so, you're me, and every single plot decision, everything has been spoiled. I, I knew everything going into every game, which um, sucked, but that was my life. So I went to Origins knowing that, um, you know, well, who the characters were, who, who sort of were the most common popular romances. Um, so I had really bad technical difficulties running Origins on the PC we've got here. Mm. Um, it was just crashing all the time and everything like that. So I went in hoping to do it like 100% every quest, you know, every dialogue, all the DLC. And it, it became apparent that I was just going to be able to do the bare minimum. So I prioritized the romance and the story. So my Dragon Age Origins romance was Alistair. Um, we've all got things for Chantry Boys. Um, <laughs> 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 um, so I guess, you know, he's just so, it's just such an easy romance. Like he is um, like playful and flirtatious and, um, you know, he's just such an easy guy to romance. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I was sort of already set in my mind that I would romance him, like from the get go. So even when I met sort of Zevran and um, when Le Leliana started acting a bit thirsty, um, <laughs> I, I, as we all know, she does. Um, so <laughs> she is, uh, yeah, she does try it. I like your hair. Like, okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, I knew from the get go that I wanted to romance Alistair. Um, and I really enjoyed his romance. As I say, it was really easy. Um, it was just nice um, and sweet. Um, I don't like Zevran as a character generally, so that didn't present like a competition to me. Yeah. Um, so I went with Alistair. And uh, in my playthrough, although I have actually since changed it on the keep, um, but in my original playthrough, um, I was a female rogue um, noble, and I had married him, and as queen and king of Ferelden. Um he's does he doesn't want to be king, and I don't think he makes a good king. But I made him a king anyway. <laughs> I like him as king too. I think he's great as king. <laughs> and if you give, if you give him a Nora, I think they make a, a perfect combo of rulers. And if like he has the warden, I think also because. A, a, a warden that he would marry would have to be a noble so like mm. i still think he would be okay like i would never put make him king by himself yeah he needs someone to help him yeah he needs a strong woman to <laughs> <laughs> so, like knock sense into him when he's being yeah. dumb <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because i think at some i think at some points we could we could argue that they are a little bit flirty with each mm -hmm. other. With oh yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I could. You can. You could feel that tension. So he can get um, away from my wife. <laughs> get away from my boy. <laughs> so this is. I was romancing him, and then obviously the the dark ritual um decision is presented, which I actually don't think I knew about. And I remember thinking, like, wow, Morgan, I thought we were friends. <laughs> <laughs> And, like, you know me and Alistair, like, a thing. Like, you just don't try it with another woman's man. And yet she was going all, you know, I need to bed your boyfriend. <laughs> and I was shocked. <laughs> I was just like, I don't want this. I don't mean I don't want to die, but I also really don't want you sleeping with my, <laughs> with my romance. <laughs> um, 
But I did let her in the end because uh, it's cool. Um. You, you don't understand. I need the dick for the good of the world. <laughs> I mean, look, he maybe he ha maybe it is as powerful as we believe it to be. Um, his romance <laughs> scenes, I I I felt nothing personally, <laughs> but maybe he has got a, a powerful tool. <laughs> so, <laughs> um yeah so i romance alistair i think that's the most like it's the it's the nicest one it's the there's no sort of controversy with it there's no you know it's just easy um yeah yeah so i romance alistair and uh so uh dragon age 2 i actually messed up the romancing on dragon age 2 on my first playthrough because uh -oh. i had heard you could rival mance and I thought that sounded awesome. And I was like, <laughs> I'll go in as a as a rogue hawk. <laughs> you know, I will do everything I can to annoy Anders. And oh we will have this, like, love-hate relationship. Uh -huh. um, uh -oh. Yeah. So that was the plan. And then I made errors of judgment <laughs> in dialogue. And I completely missed the romance option. <laughs> that you have to hit to instigate his romance. For <laughs> <laughs> my first Dragon Age 2 playthrough, I had no romance, and as a consolation prize, I slept with Zevran. Because <laughs> 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 he, like, pops up, I think after the High Dragon, maybe? And he's all pops up like, oh, hello. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hello. <laughs> He's like, hello, uh, something, something, something. Do you want to find a bush or something? <laughs> <laughs> At that point, I was, so, I was just so annoyed that I'd lost out on the romance. I was like, shit, sure, let's go. Uh, <laughs> they really, they, <laughs> they really missed out in Inquisition by not letting Zevran have sex with the Inquisitor, because then <laughs> Zevran would just be hitting all the heroes. <laughs> yeah. That would have been a really good running gag. I would exactly. have really liked <laughs> Well, if, if you have a romance Severn, he actually will not offer that to you. Oh, yeah, yeah, if he's romance. He better not. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Like, if you if you try to be like, eh, why don't you and I go, he's like, uh, actually, I have someone. Okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, that's cute. That, that's the cutest thing. Yeah, so, uh, so my first Dragon Age 2 romance was in a bush. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I learned my lessons and for my second playthrough I went for Anders and mm. the reason I went for Anders is just because I dislike Fenris um, <laughs> I don't much like Anders actually <laughs> um, controversially I'm going to annoy two groups in the fandom with that <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree with you as well, though. So I'm 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 right there with you. Oh, I understand you too. I romance both of them, and I'm a little I hate both of them, but I like them too. So I understand you. Oh wow, maybe there's more of us than I realized. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I mean, Fenris, I've just you know, there's only so much brooding you can take, and I was <laughs> like, you know, I saved you from your previous owner. I've taken you around to see your sister, and you're still complaining. <laughs> it's just like a lot of negativity and when you've just come off a, a, a an Alistair romance someone so cheerful and casual um Fenris is kind of a downer so <laughs> yeah, for sure so I went for Anders and um 
I went for Anders as a mage hawk because I wanted to do this like fun power couple thing where actually mm-hmm. she's fully aware of <laughs> of what he intends to do mm-hmm. and uh, is actually a willing participant. <laughs> Um, so yeah, and I mean, I'm still halfway through that. I haven't actually finished it, but I found the Dragon Age 2 romances in general, for me, were lacking in, like, a lot of ways. So mm-hmm. in Origins and Inquisition, you can just sort of tap your romance on the shoulder and say, like, give me a, you know, really quick, like, romance scene, right? You know, whether it be a yeah. kiss or something like that. But I don't think they have that in DA2. No. Instead, no. they move in with you. <laughs> yeah, which I was really excited by because I thought, oh, maybe I've got like a romance on tap. You know, I can just yeah. go my home base. Uh, on tap, huh? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. uh-huh. I have a supply of, of romance scenes at my home, which is great. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you can imagine my disappointment when actually they're very scripted and very specific scenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, for me, that was slightly <laughs> lacking. Um, because I, I felt like I was watching a story rather than instigating anything. Um, but I do like how intense Anders is. Like, it's almost weird with it. Like, yeah. there's one line he says, it's something like, um, I would bathe this city in blood before I see you perish, or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this guy is intense. I mean, he's known me like a year. <laughs> That's true. It's a, it's yeah. okay because if you romance Fenris, he just gets drunk in his house for five years and dances. <laughs> yeah, Fenris definitely has. Um, he could have tidied up that mansion in in the six years we knew him. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but like Daenerys owned it. Like he doesn't want to touch that man. He's just going yeah. to live there and be like, "Ha! I took this from you." Ha! He just Dude, laying in true. a bed full of cockroaches, and he's like, "Oh yeah, fuck you, Daenerys." Uh. <laughs> That'll show him. Oh, yeah, I'm really... <laughs> yeah. He lives on spite of Divinarius, alright? I'm really like... getting back at him now. <laughs> like damp on the ceiling, dripping on his face, and he's like, yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll think you. <laughs> I'll call him out on that. Like, if you're romancing him, uh. should, like, Hawk will be like, why don't you, like, do something? And he's like, eh. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> He's stayed at the Hawk Estate enough now. Uh. Yeah, that, that's why also, even if I'm between Fenris and Andrus, Andrus is a little more, I don't know, entertaining than Fenris in some points. Mm. Like, very extreme Andrus, but gosh, that, that's almost funny how extreme he can be with Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. And that was part of the what intrigued me with his romance, because... Like I say, like I, I was comparing it to Alistair and who I romance in Inquisition, and they had been so like chill and lighthearted, and then you've got this guy like declaring that he'll kill, he'll like massacre people for you. Gentry <laughs> <laughs> boy to madman. Wait, yeah, I mean, yeah. There are no types developing at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, wait, would would Anders be in my type? <laughs> That we were establishing earlier. No, no. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I go for extremists generally. Um, <laughs> you know, so when I saw him, I thought it was an instant attraction. Um, uh. So yeah, so I romanced Anders, and I'm still doing that now. Um, and I think, I mean, yeah, as I say, it was more of a because I didn't like Fenris. That's why I went for Anders. But I, 
think I'll do Fenris's romance someday just to see what it's like, I guess, and see that sort of softer, nicer, happier side of him. Mm-hmm. Um, he does get yeah. kind of intense too, so. Really? Yeah. At the end, yeah. When he yeah, finally he... can admit what he's doing, yeah. Yeah, but he, I think it's better if you do the friendments with him for that, because the revolvements is just annoying. It's annoying me to revolvements Fenris. It's always conflicts. And I'm like, I don't like your conflicts. I'm going for Anders if you consider like that. <laughs> yeah. The rival man is just, it, it's, especially if you're a mage, it, it makes you feel dirty because he's like, he has traded one magister for another basically in his mind. And it, mm. it, it's not comfortable. Mm. Yeah, because I was like, my original intention was to rival man Anders because I think that could be really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the, the rivalry concept generally I found really interesting. Yeah. Um, and it might have been cool to keep sort of kind of version of that in Inquisition. Um, but yeah, like Rivalmance Anders, I would love to try that one day, just or at least watch someone else's playthrough. Mm. Um, because I find that really interesting. Because he is so intense, it might as well be a tense, intense, like anti me. He just adds an extra layer of. Like this guy's batshit crazy, <laughs> and then right at the end, you sink that knife into his back. Yeah, yeah. it just feels just more. Oh, what reward! <laughs> <laughs> now this this is the sexual release I wanted. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, what does it say about me? Oh my god! <laughs> Forget about actually sleeping with him, murdering him. Way more pleasurable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I now have a theme. I want to murder Solus, murder Anders. I mean, where does it end? <laughs> <laughs> murder, murder the protagonist. Murder the protagonist. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I can make a male hawk and then Inquisition leave him in the fade just for that extra. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I, did, I did my female hawk in the fade and I was feeling terrible after this. Yeah, I bet. I was so frustrated because I played Origins and 2 on a PC and I have Inquisition on the PlayStation. Mm-hmm. So like none of my canon choices carry over on well, but at least they didn't when I first when I was playing Inquisition. Mm. So I had this like random male hawk and I obviously had no idea who it was because I'd never played any of the Dragon Age games mm. before. Uh-huh. And I was like, who is this guy? And who's handlebar mustache guy? Like I don't know who <laughs> Like, who are these guys? That beard is beautiful. So, like, yeah, so I think the first time I played Inquisition, I think I left Hawk, because I was like, I don't know who you are. <laughs> um, I and, like, one sick mustache, so... Yeah. I, I was like you, I started Inquisition with almost no clue, and I... Well, the first time I played in French, and the Stroud voice in French, I couldn't stand it so I killed him for his voice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm horrible, I know. How but... dare you sound like that, stab. Hey, <laughs> hey, I'm a French girl, I can't do French voices, okay? I can't do that. I can't do Orlesian people. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I have the right. Liliana has a good voice even if she is French, so why Strad is so mm, miserable with it? <laughs> and after I was like, uh, I don't stand that mustache with the French-y English accent, so I <laughs> throw it anyway. 
I took I took French class for a year, and all I can remember is how to ask to use the bathroom. <laughs> oh, I I I'm telling you, I will have to find a way on the podcast to tell you about the French song I mentioned because <laughs> that that French language is rude in Dragon Age for that. <laughs> Oh boy! All right, <laughs> Luna, uh, you like to move on to Inquisition? Yeah. Okay. So uh, it's like a running joke with me now, because every single playthrough I've ever done of Inquisition, I cannot help but romance the same character every time, Ooh. and it's getting like funny. <laughs> um, so when I first played Inquisition, as I say, I didn't know anything about the world at all. I met this kind of patronizing, sarcastic elf. Mm-hmm. Um, this really hot chicken armor and this dwarf, and I was like, that's interesting. <laughs> and then, and then I chose to, um, you know, you cho- you choose between the mountain path and charging with the guys on the ground, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know it's and, I- <laughs> <laughs> and I chose to charge with the army on the ground. Uh huh. You, sort of, you can you sort of walk along with Cassandra, and then like. From left left stage, on comes this <laughs> <laughs> this tall blonde guy, who's got this wickedly smooth British accent. <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, we've 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 you've caused a lot of trouble getting you here." <laughs> and I was like, "I have to know every single thing about this guy." <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah, and I was like. Uh, he's got these like amber eyes, this big furry. I mean, it gave me like Jon Snow feel, but with long yeah. hair. You know, yeah. it gave me this like yeah, like he's like a like a Stark. He's got this like fur thing going on, and then as you finish that sort of cut scene, he's often he's helping this wounded soldier with his arm around his shoulder, and I was like, oh my god, who is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> and then from then on, I'm not joking when I tell you I was obsessed. My Inquisition romance every time is Commander Cullen, Um, and do you know what's funny is that like I don't really have a type, but he is not my in real life type at all. Like I don't go for blondes. So you don't don't go go for Chantry boys. (laughs) (laughs) They are the Chantry boys in my area are are limited in in quantity. I wish there were more Chantry. If they look like Alistair and Cullen, I wish we had more Chantry boys in the general oh, yeah. population. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, my boyfriend isn't here, thank goodness. <laughs> um, yeah, so I chose Cullen, and um, my God, I just love his romance. And I mentioned earlier about, oh, if you're a mage inquisitor, he's kind of easy. My first playthrough was as a mage, so I didn't realize he had all this. Um, you know, mage background, you know, what he went through in, in Origins and then again in Dragon Age 2. So um, I went through as a mage first and I've done like a rogue ever since because I just prefer rogue in Inquisition. Hmm. Um, but I just love his romance. Um, and I think he's like this, like to start with, he's this really awkward dork. Like he's just mm-hmm. useless. He's like, <laughs> he's like fumbles over his words. He's all awkward and strange. <laughs> um, he's like, stuttering and it's it's just to me it's really endearing to see someone you know so powerful and strong just absolutely lose it yeah <laughs> you it's, know, the uh, 
Yeah, I mean, I just, I love it. And um, so, yeah, I was immediately drawn to this kind of awkward, dorky character. And then just, like, how his pixels move in a way that he does that that smirk. And That's people right. that... Yeah. That smirk. People that have romance color know exactly what I'm talking oh, about. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm in the middle of a meeting of like Fifty Shades of Grey, and I have no clue what's going on. Ethan, have uh, you ever romanced Cullen? I have never romanced Cullen. No. Oh my! Uh, you, you should because you wouldn't see his desk from the same way anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. That smirk oh, is yeah. so great because he's just so uncertain, and then at that moment he's finally like, "Oh, hey, yeah, <laughs> okay, I do got something." <laughs> oh god. Yeah, I yeah. So I guess like the uncertainty, I just totally bought into it that he was like not sure. You know, is she his superior, or that you know, how does he talk to her and. Um, I guess I get the impression from the first romance scene that he was kind of interested in you and you were kind of um, like developing that. So it didn't feel like I was forcing my romance onto him, mm -hmm. um, even though like it is your choice. <laughs> he does sort of his awkwardness and his sort of dorky behavior suggests to me that he had a crush before you instigate that romance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fully, especially before you lock it in. Um, so for me, it just felt super authentic, and yeah, his the smirk just melts me every time. <laughs> I can't. I <laughs> I actually told some friends this, and they didn't believe me. I have more pictures of Cullen on my phone than my boyfriend. I am not proud of it, but um, and I'm not usually like superficial like that. But my goodness. Um, what a design. And th I mean, if you look at him in the art book, he's quite different in the art book, in the concept art. Mm -hmm. And I'm so pleased that they moved away from that ever so slightly. Um, <laughs> while staying true to how he looked in like Origins and 2. I like the thought that he's on screen and he does that smirk at you and you pull out your your white handkerchief and go, ah! and faint backwards on <laughs> 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 I mean, yeah. I Colvin mean, knows the power of that smirk. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh my, yeah. He knows exactly what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. He acts all dorky, but I think there's more. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, you see it when he he's a little long to start, but you see it with the first first kiss scene like you he, he's really timid really he doesn't know if he has to do it because you're the inquisitor is the commander but once he set up his mind like i'm doing it he's doing it <laughs> you, yeah. okay okay i like that yeah, there's moments of like i guess i could call it passion where he yeah. sort of drops his guard like the first kissing scene he goes to like do it softly and he's interrupted and you're like, oh, if you have to go, and then it's like, boom, like he's, you know, <laughs> he's about to have his moment, whether you like it or not. <laughs> yeah. So you like, oh, wow, that was like, that was a nice passionate moment from this guy who's usually fairly controlled and quite serious. Mm -hmm. um, and it, 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 it's shown again, like in the desk, like you mentioned the desk scene where he kind of just says, like, he just sort of loses control, and he's like, fine, let's just let's just go, you know? <laughs> yeah, especially since 
right before this scene is like but i don't know if you if you want to stay with me after dude i i told you that like two scenes before <laughs> that i wanted that so why do you ask me now you go cullen shut up you're too damn sexy to get away he's <laughs> <laughs> like but i don't know if, if it's what you want dude i i locked my romance with you do you really think i i played <laughs> wicked grace against you and i won do you really think I don't want this? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, when he runs off naked. Even earlier in the game, like that that first hint, like right after um, Haven falls and you have that conversation where he's like, if you died, like that, <laughs> oh, yeah. the voice acting in that line read is just... It's insane. Like, even when I'm not romancing him, I will flirt with him enough to make sure I get that line read in every single playthrough. Yeah, you, you mean when so good. When we... They were talking about the secret passage? Mm -hmm. uh, no, no. I'm saying, like, right after the fall of Haven, um, mm. when you're first in oh. Skyhold, oh, the first okay. conversation you have with him. Yeah. Yeah. And you also have this, uh, this scene right before uh, you... Tell the people to escape with the secret passage. Is that? But oh yeah, you that could one too. Die there, and you're like, yeah, but I have to do it. And you you hear in his voice, and you can kind of see it with the animation of the character that is genuinely worried. He doesn't want you to die. It's not that he doesn't want the future inquisitor to die, but it's the person. He doesn't want you to die trying to save everyone if it's for nothing. Mm -hmm. So that. Uh, he's a sweet boy. That's why I think he has a crush on the Inquisitor, no matter what. Mm -hmm. Agreed. And that's kind of cute. That that's why I'm kind of thinking that's the um, the canon default option since we have a human female as a um, canon Inquisitor in the default state, mm -hmm. at least. Yeah, I mean that that was part of the appeal as well. Was that I didn't really have to work towards that romance. He kind of just. Mm -hmm. Like he he almost instigates it even though he's not supposed to, um, yeah. With those subtle like one-liners or the subtle mm -hmm. smirks, um, yeah. So I found his his romance was um, I just bought it. I just it just felt authentic. Um, and I, I recently um, did a video that I've not uploaded yet, but and I was talking about Cullen generally, um, and especially as a as a female inquisitor, even if you're not romancing him. Um, he is surrounded by all of these like powerful women in who are you know very smart and very powerful and uh, you know very capable and he is quite happy to take a step back and let them do whatever they need to do mm -hmm. um, and I just thought that was, that was really great and he, like I mean every uh, every Cullen romancer will know the prayer scene for example mm -hmm. like oh my god like that was just so touching mm -hmm. um, and in that prayer scene, he um he says, "Oh, you know, like I must send you to Corypheus." Yeah. And he's not trying to say you must not go there, or or I will go in your place. Like he's not questioning the decision you've made or mm -hmm. or the destiny that you have. It's more like I feel this need to protect you, but it's not in my control. So how can I help you? Um, yeah. So I just it's just it was like having a. It was like having a guy protect me without without smothering me, mm -hmm. which I guess maybe it's um, reading too much into uh, <laughs> uh, 
Dragon Age love interest, but <laughs> it just resonated with me. I just really loved that that aspect of his romance. When are you gonna um, when are you gonna bring it to your boyfriend that you're in love with Cullen? <laughs> <laughs> when I when I did my first playthrough, I didn't know that he uh spoiler alert um proposes in Trespasser. Mm. I didn't know to oh. marry him. And the audible squeal <laughs> when his his voice actor's like marry me and i and i i made a noise i've never made before <laughs> <laughs> and my boyfriend turned to me like you all right i was like it's asked me to marry him <laughs> and i remember getting this really strange look and i was just so elated and i was all for it i was yes let's get married Oh, let's do it right now. Let's do it right now. Yes, thank you. I'm <laughs> <laughs> <You're> keen. <laughs> um, a, a little question for you, but I think that I already know the answer. Uh, did you help him with stopping the delirium or not? Ah, uh, so I actually, when I first did my first playthrough and that decision came up, I was so invested in the romance, I didn't want to get it wrong. So I had... <laughs> I mean, the, the choice now seems obvious, but at the time it wasn't. Because <laughs> he was saying, oh, I, w I want to take Lyrium to be the best I can be for oh, the Inquisition. Gosh. Oh, gosh. And <laughs> for me personally, I was like, no, like you've done so well. You, don't, you shouldn't take it. But I didn't know if it was more important what he wanted or what I wanted. Um, so I did do a Google and I did read, I think there was one Reddit post that I think someone had commented like, you would have to be insane to let him take lyrium. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. Okay. If you want a broken heart, do this. If you want a broken yeah. heart, do it. That's all. Yeah. So without really understanding why, I did not let him take lyrium. I said, "You're stronger than that." Blah blah blah. And like, thank goodness, because I know what those post trespasser yeah. credits look like. <gasps> um, I, I I don't even think you can like continue the romance if you keep him on lyrium. You I think can. It, like, you can marry. You can marry him. You can. You can. You can. I think you can. I, I don't think you can. Like he's he's so far gone in trespasser. Like I don't. Oh, maybe that's. Oh, I, I've but never I, done I, any. I, I think in the done... guide it says like if you keep him on lyrium, you can't romance him any further. I've never done anything <laughs> but make him quit lyrium. So are you telling me that like in fucking trespasser, if he keeps taking lyrium, he's like fucked up? Mm -hmm. Oh my god! Oh god! Do you really want to get spoiled? <laughs> <laughs> no, you can tell me because I'm never gonna do it. <laughs> uh, he he actually leaves the Inquisition and everything behind him, and he dies under a bridge. Oh no! As a lyrium addict. Wait, does it show? So, wait, but in in so, Trespasser, so does it? In Trespasser, so in Trespasser is he fucked he's up? There. He's your commander. It's fine. Uh -huh. But I mean, I haven't done it personally. I've just seen the credit. But I know post Trespasser. Um, Scout Harding is in um, Val Shevin, I think it mm -hmm. is, and he finds this homeless beggar on the street, and it turns out it's Cullen. Oh no! And he, his lyrium addiction sent him kind of crazy, and now he's homeless begging on the street. And Scout Harding either gives him coin or she oh, gives him a quick death, and we don't know which one it is. It, I think you can headcanon which one it is. Oh my poor boy! Uh, I, yeah. I, I, so, so I have done it. I have done it because worst playthrough. Um, in in Trespasser, you can talk to him, and he's completely gone. 
Like he is no longer like he's he doesn't he kind of remembers that he's been at the Winter Palace. He's not all there. He's Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's it's oh, super heartbreaking. Okay. I, I couldn't. I couldn't. I'm curious, but I I don't want to be the Oops. one to do it. I think I, I mean if you don't if you don't want to do it, there are videos on. Yeah, I'll look it up. <laughs> so, yeah, because yeah, I'm not doing it myself. I couldn't possibly. <laughs> oh my yeah. god! Yeah, yeah, never do a worst playthrough because every single choice is just oh, yeah. it's hard. When I think that, already thinking that when Solus cut your arm in Trespasser, you lose your wedding ring. It made me so upset. But thinking about doing this, I can't. I can't do that to Colin. <laughs> yeah. Already going back to him saying I lost the wedding ring killed me. I don't want to kill him with Lyrium. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I know, I know. Like, cause some people really don't like Colin, but I just thought he was a just a great. I don't have any I mean, problem with. It. I don't know why you wouldn't like him to be honest. Yeah, he's he was my initial playthrough and still like quote unquote my headcanon romance type mm -hmm. of like. <sighs> he's close second to my heart. He's very close second. With Dorian being the third, but that's the, I I like him. And he's present in all the three games. Like he's quite important. He was there all the time. Which is why Which he, I would literally love to see. I mean, I don't think he will be, but I would no, love his him act. to be a Dragonade for. But uh, I just I, I really don't hope so because it would just mean that Colin is cursed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't see him being in the next game at all. Yeah, I hope I hope not, because at at this point I would just kill Colin to make sure nothing happens anymore. <laughs> like the poor guy, he, was was there for the fifth blight for the the Kirkwood downfall and for Inquisition? Like, dude, what what did you do in your life for this? Ends up with your like if you romance him, he's with you, and you've got a little Mabari, and you're meeting his sister, and he's introducing you to the family. And you're like living in your house doing good deeds and it's like like that is just such a nice ending for him i just wanted more like i just wanted <laughs> I, I was not done with that romance in my head i was like right and what happened to us next you know? now, where, where is our 20 children <laughs> that's yeah, where right. it comes in that's where it right right yeah but yeah he that's still like across all the games that was my favorite romance and it continues to be um yeah mm -hmm. i just love his character and his like his voice is just so oh, perfect yeah. it's buttery like, it's smooth <laughs> it really is like <laughs> i don't know anything else like it it's just yeah i could right. i could go on for hours but i won't <laughs> okay <laughs> well uh i think we've gone on for a while now <laughs> i think we should we should uh probably uh you know shut it down here <laughs> Uh, thank you, all three of you, thank you all so much for coming on with me and talking. I've had a great time. This has been, uh, it's been a lot of fun. <laughs> thank you for inviting us. Oh, no problem. I'm glad to have you guys. Uh, all right. Well, uh, we're heading on out. We'll uh, see right. you guys next time. Thank you very much for watching and peace. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.